0: Some of us are still stuck from three years ago. We've been stuck for three years straight on repeat, and we are dealing with analysis paralysis. Those of us that are in leadership, those that will listen to this and watch this, those of you that are leaders, or are aspiring leaders, it can be easy to come to the end of the year and say, what did I get accomplished? <laughs> what did I do? And, and, you know, of course, we're coming up on a new year and people are talking about New Year's resolutions. But if you're not careful, you'll still go on to a new year still stuck. Welcome to the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, a podcast we are seeking to lead change. We're also seeking to understand. We're also here as a platform for leaders to come together to unite, develop, and empower other leaders in the areas of business, family, and community. I'm your host, Lafayette Lane, Joe my co-host, John LeBron, and tonight, you have just us. <laughs> just the two of us. We can make it if we try, you know, that song. And so... <laughs> and, and so you know, uh, tonight, want to just have a conversation. Of course, threading around leadership, but man, what a what a year uh, it has been coming to the conclusion of twenty twenty two. It, you know, we've you've heard people say all the time, time flies, and man, I can't believe we're coming to another year. But one of the things I was thinking about um, in reviewing this year. I was thinking about a book that I'm still reading currently um, talking about how to treat a staph infection and no, mm-hmm. not the staph infection of uh, medical wise, but a staph infection dealing with leadership. And in the book, it talks about um, analysis paralysis and being stuck in a certain state or being stuck in a moment. And the thought came to my mind but for that, because even I've made the statement that it feels like we've been stuck in 2020 for about three years Right. Mm-hmm. And so having been gripped by that analysis paralysis now going on to the year 2023, almost three years removed, some of us are still stuck from three years ago. We've been stuck for three years straight on repeat, and we are dealing with analysis paralysis. Those of us that are in leadership and those that will listen to us and watch this, those of you that are leaders are aspiring leaders it can be easy to come to the end of the year and say, what did I get accomplished? (laughs) What did I do? And, and, you know, of course we're coming up on a new year and people are talking about new year's resolutions, but if you're not careful, you'll still go into a new year, still stuck, still Mm. paralyzed, Mm -hmm. still analyzing, still trying to figure out, okay, what to do next? What do I go from here? Where's my vision? Where do I really see myself going in the next 12 months? Because, you know, the flip of a year is just a number if you're not moving in your prog- progression of life. A new year really doesn't mean anything. A new year can start any day. And so we have to be careful that we don't get stuck in this state, in this mode of analysis paralysis. When you look back over 2022, as we're going and wrapping up, bro, like, what's been on your heart and mind? Like, where is your mind at? What are you What are you thinking about right now?
1: You know... It's funny you said wrapping up a year. I just was listening to a show and they were talking about another country that doesn't even use our same calendar. Mm. I don't remember the name of it. It was a place I'd never heard of and saying, basically, if you went by their years, they're like 75 years behind us or something like that. And he was just saying, like, there's nothing special about the year or the time or the day anything like people are like oh, i only have 24 hours in a day. He's like, time is just time. We all have this. It's just sun. It's just how many times we're going around the sun. Right. So forth, the rotations of the earth. It's all it is, but it doesn't mean anything in the metric. Hmm. What he was saying is you can do three times as much as you want in one sort of quote unquote day. You could have three days in one. If you really wanted to break it up into three, eight hours increments, hammer out eight, hammer out another eight. And you could have three days of productivity if you really wanted to. And so True. when we look at I'm so behind, or it's I, I would say when I talk to leaders, it's rare that I hear them say, wow, I'm so much further than I ever expected to be. Mm. Usually the it's, well, I wish I was a little further than I was. And I think part of that is, we're just so ambitious. And no matter how fast we move. We think we should have been moving faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would challenge everyone. One thing that's re- I started doing recently has really helped me. And I just heard this not within the last handful of days. No. Yeah. It was put your hand over your heart. And just say to yourself. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Mm. And. And just say it in the car as if you mean it. And just mm. like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And you're just reassuring yourself: look, the only reason you think you're either ahead or behind is because you're comparing to everybody else. Mm. It has nothing to do with them. It's just you yesterday versus you today. And then it'll be right. you today versus you tomorrow. It has nothing to do with other family members, coworkers people on social media because you're going to be ahead of some and you're going to be behind some. But just look at five years ago and see where you are today from five years ago and see how much you've progressed and then be like, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Because even right. when I look at our show, I would say, man, I wish downloads were higher or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of the things I'll do is I'll look back two years ago and say, yes. where were we two years ago? And It would be right. like 30 downloads, (laughs) like the whole month. (laughs) I say, you know what? (laughs) Exactly what we're supposed
0: to be. Oh my gosh, man. That's so good while you were talking. I don't even know if you know the weight of what you just said, because what you said was, and I hope those of you that are listening to this will catch this, what John was saying, that leaders have a language. There's a language that leaders have that is different from other people. And you can distinguish the alphas from the followers by the language that they speak. Mm -hmm. Literally what you just said about putting your hand over your heart and saying, I'm exactly where I need to be. Leaders have a different language, bro. And like, we have to have a different language, especially because if you're leading people, they're looking for you for answers, right? So even if you don't have it all together, you have to have your language together as if you do have it all together. So -hmm. the language is so important because the culture that we're living in tries to dictate our language and when i say language i'm just not talking about words i'm talking about the lifestyle that you create with the words that you speak because your word creates your world mm-hmm. right if we talk if we go if we go bible the bible says that in the beginning god created the heaven and he said let there be light he literally spoke it and it was mm-hmm. we we in 2022 people talk about i'm manifesting this i'm manifesting that That came from the word, right? That came from from God, that literally he has given us power to speak our world and to frame our world. And it's so, man, it's so good what what you said, that when we speak, we have to be careful. Because if we start saying the comparison language, Mm -hmm. well, I'm not where I should be, or well, I feel like I should be, and ambition does play a part of that. But we have to be careful with our language in this season, because especially in a cancel culture, there are some statements that athletes have made. There are some statements that politicians have made that higher uh, actors or how officials have made. And that it may have cost them their job. It may have cost them pay. We, we see the situation with Kyrie Irving. We see the situation with all other people. And it all starts with something that is said with your language. And so we have to be careful as leaders, especially going and growing and elevating and going deeper into our calling and our purpose, that we stop and put our hands over our heart and say, I'm exactly where I need to be. And you're putting your hand over your heart. You're not putting your hand on your phone, looking at other people. You're not looking at through the lens at other people's social media profiles because the reality is we have come to find out that these people that are posting pictures with these fancy cars those cars are rented that's not mm-hmm. even theirs that plane that they're standing in front of is not theirs they're not flying private <laughs> you know so a lot of it is a mirage it's not about followers I seen somebody the other day there was a an artist a hip hop artist that had 13 million followers and they just released an album and only sold 2000 albums the first week but they have 13 million followers. So, just you know, just because you see an image doesn't mean what you're looking at is really what it is. And so we have to really fix our language in this season. I thought that was good, bro.
1: Yeah, that's so powerful. I, it tells you that artist that his following isn't really his following. Mm. Like they're not really rocking with him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You see it a lot. I see people with tons of followers. They post something and they got like three people liking their message. Yeah. Not that their message is all about <coughs> life. Right. But it tells you if their following is really rocking with them
0: or right. not. You could have a following, but not have a community. Mm. And I think one of the emphasis of our our podcast is building a community. I, I would suggest that a community is more important than having a world. Mm hmm. Because people are chasing the world on social media. That's what they're chasing, the world to love them, the world to follow them. But they have no community. Like, how, how important is community, not just in life, but I mean, in everything that we do, not just in business, but literally everything we do, especially those that have kids. We've heard that term. It's important to have a village. Right? Mm-hmm. It's important to have people around you that are rocking with you. And that word community is where we get the word commune, which means to have fellowship. It means to break bread. means to have that intimate time, that intimate that goes beyond the surface level. How important is having community?
1: So it's funny because every... We all have friends who vote different. I have friends who vote (laughs) left and vote right and Mm -hmm. pretty much consistently, no matter who is running. It's pretty much... And that's not just them. That's the majority of the country, and that's fine. But... Every election period, I have friends from whatever side is about to lose or just lost say, oh, my gosh, I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we should move countries. Maybe I should move in another state. All the things. And the same conversation comes up every time. like, guys, there's nothing you can do about that right now. And the reality (laughs) is in four years, it'll probably flip. What's most (laughs) important is your community. Yes, It's the people you surround yourself with. Like, let's pretend stuff, the whole world was really, like, falling apart. You wouldn't be worried about who's the president and so forth. You would be leaning on your community, the people closest to you most. And that goes regardless of any situation. Like, you have to start, like, actively putting your community together. And that means you need to be intentional about reaching out and actually engaging with people who you want to associate with. I remember it was about three years ago. I felt like my personal association slash community had shrunken over like the last maybe 10 years. And Mm -hmm. I told my wife, I said, you know what? I feel like my association is pretty small lately and not nearly as stretching as I would like it to be. And so I, I said, I'm going to make my focus for the next couple of years is going to be adding people in around my circle who will stretch me, who I can depend on, all those things, brothers, all, all the things. Mm-hmm. My focus was not, do we all vote the same or do we think the same presidents are the best? I didn't care about that. My focus yeah. was, do we have the same character? Do we have similar goals? Do I have some friends who have similar faith beliefs as me that I can talk to about in those things? Sure. Do I have some friends who have opposite views on things that I can bounce things around on them? And that was my goal. And, and overall, do I have some ambition, ambitious friends who are business guys who I can will stretch me to move faster, harder. And I can ask questions, all, all of those areas. Also, do I have people in my life where something happens to me and my wife They'll take care of my kids. A handful of years ago, I thought, no, maybe my parents. But the reality is they're like 65, 67 years old. (laughs) They don't want to be parents again. So who would take care of my kids if something happened to myself my wife? If you can't answer those things, you have to be intentional about creating a community. Mm. It doesn't start to just, you don't just have one tomorrow. It's just having an intention and as you go through life, you start adding those people in your, into your world. And the biggest key is you be the one who reaches out. If they yeah, haven't yeah. texted you in a few months or six months, you just send them a message. Hey, just check. I was thinking about you. Just checking in on you. I'll do that. If Lafayette, I don't hear from them in a week or two, I'm like, hey, man, doing okay? It's it. It's all it is. It's not, oh, well, they haven't texted me in forever. It's me reaching out being the adult who says, this is important to me. And you should do, everybody should do the same thing. That's how you create a community of love.
0: And then you have to be so intentional about it. Like, bro, I, one of my goals at the top of this year was to be more intentional in my relationships. Like I'm not good at picking up the phone or, you know, necessarily texting or checking in on my friends every week. Like that's something I have to be much better not that I don't care. I love you guys, but it's something I have to be more intentional about. You know, we can use the excuse, well, you know, got a newborn, got a da, 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 and that's all it is. But my my sign behind me says bury your excuses. Mm. One blank period. It takes two seconds to send a text message. You know, you may not have an hour to talk on the phone. I get that. But to send a text like you just said, hey, how you doing? It doesn't take much time. And we have to be more intentional about it. and I think you said something that is challenging to all of us including myself surrounding yourself with a community that's not like you mm-hmm. and, and I'm not just talking about surface level things but if we want to stretch ourselves further faster we have to be diverse in our approach <laughs> and have people around us that challenge us that 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 have those different perspectives and viewpoints and I think there, a People don't do that because it does cause you to have a certain level of maturity mm-hmm. to be challenged. Let's it's be honest, different. nobody. Yes, it, it is. It is very uncomfortable. It's it's like, uh, you know, I don't get why don't you like sweet potato pie? What do you mean you never had it? Like, you know what I mean? It, it could be mm-hmm. simple stuff like that, you know, and, and it just rubs the wrong way. But if we really would master that, a lot of the things that we see in our world today, we it wouldn't even be an issue.
1: Yeah. We, yeah, go ahead. It's so interesting to me that so many people will literally cut out somebody in an instant. Yeah. Because they have a different perspective or opinion on anything. Like yeah. I don't I don't like that gone. And they're like out of my network, out of my phone, everything. Sure. Sure. And I'm like, "Really? Like eventually you will have no community because mm. nobody agrees with everybody 100%." There's people who are one way in abortion and another way in abortion one way in Jesus another way in Jesus right yeah. one way in LGBTQ another way in LGBTQ like beliefs and how that comes around it's okay like you're allowed to have different opinions if you don't just expect that you'll have no family and no friends because my <laughs> own family has lots of like my brothers-in-laws and my sure. sister-in-laws and all we all have different opinions through that whole spectrum of what I just I just laid out. Yeah. Why is it we're going to hate each other on Thanksgiving because of that? I mean, come on. Mm, I,
0: I think, man, 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 this is good. My wife was telling me the other day, she said, mm-hmm. you don't have to agree with me to understand me. Mm-hmm. And for me, I mixed the two a lot. Because for me, if I don't agree with something, then I'm. I, for me, it's like, I, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, don't, I can't wrap my, if I can't wrap my mind around it, then I can't understand it but I think we have to distinguish the difference between understanding and agreeing Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things like you just said, bro. I don't agree with a whole lot of, I don't agree with certain lifestyles. I don't agree with certain political viewpoints, but I can come to an understanding to of respect that, Hey, you're, you're a human being. I may not agree with that, but I still can respect you to the point to where we can still have a respectability of a friendship, Or whatever that relationship looks like To where, like you said, we don't have to cut off We live in a cut-off, cancel culture Like, I would never want to be a celebrity In this age and time Mm. Because literally anything you say Can be misconstrued It can be edited, it can be clipped It can be taken out of context And even if you come back and explain it It is still it is guilty, not until proven not not innocent until proven guilty, but guilty as I see you as guilty. That's Mm -hmm. pretty much what it is. It's not even we don't even rely on truth, facts, evidence anymore. It's whatever we feel. Mm -hmm. And the problem with going off of emotions is in that word. Emotion is the word motion. Motion means it's constantly moving. So it could be up in an hour down the next minute. So, you know, so we're all over the place because we're being led by emotions and instead of trying to get an understanding, we're just so emotional to quickly cancel, cut them off. They're done. Their career is done. As if we are the judge, jury and the executioner. We have to be very, very, very careful about that. Even if we don't like someone, doesn't mean we have to cut them off.
1: Yeah. And honestly, most of the time, the disagreements come from different perspectives. That's it. They're literally just viewing it through a different lens, often through how you've walked through life so far. That's right. How many times when we started our our friendship, like our real friendship, that I asked things about race relationships and it wasn't because I didn't have my own opinion. I was right. just – I was in a time when I said, you know what? My goal is to be more empathetic this year and to understand other perspectives. It was just sort of my goal for the year. And so I would ask questions like, hey, this is probably a dumb question, but I would like to understand this from your perspective. And we would have conversations about it. And it wasn't – and sometimes I would, I would think, well, maybe – I saw a different way because of how I grew up versus how someone else grew up or the, mm-hmm. whatever, the friends group I have versus the friends group someone else has. But in regardless, it doesn't mean I always changed my opinion, but at least I can now have an understanding of how somebody sees something different than I see it. Sure. And I'll tell you, anybody who's married, you have to learn that. Anybody oh, yeah. who has a company or a lead, is leading a team, you have to learn that. Because there's no way you're going to agree with everybody else. And they will not all agree with you. And so you have to at least, it doesn't mean they're going to try to understand your perspective, but you have to start listening to other people's perspectives and try to gain an understanding, but not, as you said, it doesn't mean you're agreeing, but you can definitely try to stand in their shoes for a few minutes.
0: You don't always want to have uh, this term, a whole bunch of yes men around you. Mm -mm. You know, you talked about having a business and and being being a leader, being an entrepreneur like that cuts off creativity. If everybody's just being a robot, there's no creativity Mm -hmm. that's flowing. We're not seeing the the other side of this of how can we be more efficient? How can we get this done faster? How can we engage the culture more uh, inclusivity? If there's if everybody's just coming in and following line, that's like a corporate mindset, you know, where. No one's allowed to be a free thinker or use their mind and think the God-given brain that God has given them to think and to see another side. You know, when you have a picture, you need all sides of the picture to understand what the artist is saying. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of art that we see that it looks like a whole bunch of splatter. That's because we don't have all the perspective. We have the perspective of the artist, of the painter who painted the painting. We have a better understanding of the value that the picture that we are seeing is bringing. Right. Mm-hmm. So so it, we will understand and value other people's opinions if we understood that it's all about perspective. Like, bro, as we as we wrap this up, we always do an off script moment. And and I want you to give us an off-script moment. I'll come and give an off script moment after you
1: mm-hmm. whatever's
0: on your heart, bro, what you want to leave our audience with.
1: So you had said something a minute ago and it was adding people around you with different perspectives within the company or whatever. I would challenge everybody to add people to their teams who have very different lifestyles, perspectives, so forth, who came from different backgrounds, different origins, races, all the things. Because if you look, if you really, okay, let me, let me talk to my white friends. If you really look at some of the most creative people in a lot of these industries, yeah. they're from different races, that's right, and so forth. And the creativity is through the roof because yeah. a lot of the lids have been have been taken off because of technology and the way you can use your voice and how we can vote with our dollars and all those things. And so right. you see these companies taking on giant businesses with their Creativity that was never, like these companies should have, these big businesses should have had these creative minds already on their team, but they didn't. And so these creative minds were forced to do it themselves. And now you see like what Beats are doing and all these other great companies because they decided, hey, you know what? I can't join your team. I'll do it myself. And the creativity, guys, is off the it's off the rails. It's crazy. The things they come up with. They might say they just the um, creatives. And so I think a lot of that has been how because now we are empowered mm. to be entrepreneurs and we can do those things without having to ask somebody permission. So now if you won't hire somebody because you don't like their background, they'll do it themselves. Yeah. Unfortunately, you could have had them on your team and your company could have. 10x over right. the last two years but you said no and so instead somebody else is 10xing their own business because technology basically said hey you want to own your own business for almost nothing go ahead and do it
0: and- well man that that word empowerment empowerment is a huge thing especially for those that feel like man i need a certain platform I need somebody to do this for me do that for me yes maybe a, a long time ago we can go by the eras. i won't do that but in the age that we are living in you have the power to literally do it from your phone to pick up your phone and start your own company from your own hands and then you have been empowered with the purpose that god has given unto you to do it as that sign says behind me no limits There are no limits to what you can do. There are no limits to what you can achieve. There are no limits to the places that you can go. Everything that you need is already in you to be who God has called you to be. Listen, connect with us on all social media platforms at Unscripted Leadership. You can listen to our podcast available on all streaming platforms. Check out our website, unscripted-leadership.com. And if you want to continue to help support John and I's mission to continue to help develop and empower leaders around the world to connect, to unite, to develop them, to better serve their family, their business and their community, you can do so at patreon.com backslash unscripted leadership. This has been an amazing conversation with my guy, John, just going back how we used to go when we first started. We've got more guests coming but you will see more conversations from John and I. Thank Thanks for rocking with us. Those of you that are listening, those that are watching. If you're watching, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you can. We'll shout out your review, review on next week's episode. As always, we pray that you be the leader that God has called you to be. We're here to build bridges and not walls. Bridges connect and walls divide. Until next time, God bless you.